well, y'all, it's almost the end of May. <laughs> I'm so stressed out. Yeah. It's also, you know, we'd just like to thank y'all. I think we're wrapping up uh, the end of season one of oh. Kavu <laughs> Um Yeah, no. guys, it's been a crazy season one. We did about, what? 260-something episodes. I don't remember what this number is. It's a pretty but, long uh, season. So, you know, just keep on the lookout for season two. You know, it's going to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And we were, like, talking about it the other day because one of the podcasts that we listened to um, I think they did like maybe like 20 to 25 episodes for like they had just started. Um, and then they like were like, okay, that was season one. Like, we'll see you next time for season two or whatever. And then we thought about it. We were like, oh, yeah, like a lot of people that we follow that we listen to podcasts for, like even stuff where it's like general like this, where there's not like a topic that's yeah. like a theme or whatever, or they're not like telling a story, they do seasons. And then we were saying that like, what if we like came on here and we were like, okay, that was season one. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we never did that. I mean, seasons, this, I don't know if it's on other things, but it's definitely on iTunes and that's like, I don't know if it's on like Spotify and stuff, but yeah, true. That, the, that feature didn't even exist when the show started. So that's true. Yeah. Cause yeah. there was like, what podcast were you we listening to? I think it was like Alton Brown had like an old podcast and we were listening to, and like he did it all, and then he made a second one to be like, okay, now I'm doing seasons or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's what a lot of people did, maybe. I don't know. We started at a really weird time. I don't know how we did it. Not that like podcasts weren't like happening before we started, because they were. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think we can all agree that there's been like a huge like. Of course, there's been like, rush of popularity about them. It's just... We just got in there at a good time. Seasons are more for the shows that are about, like, shows and stuff, I guess. Like, it But would I make see sense. it when it's just, like, shit like this. I guess. Because people take like, actual breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's just, like... I don't know. I feel... Maybe it's just our show, but I feel like, you know, everybody, like, expects a weekly thing and, like, wants, yeah, yeah. Like, wants it to be there weekly and... And like when know, we I go on like, a vacation, we try to pre-film. Sometimes there are ones where like we don't, we don't. But but I guess it's just maybe we set the expectation. But yeah. like I don't know. Like it's it's just interesting. Do you guys listen to shows that like take seasonal breaks? Have a season? Yeah. Like how like, long how, is how, that break? And how how do they define what a season is? It's just like okay, it's like twenty episodes in a season. But like, like I know podcasts that have seasons that have patrons too. So I don't know how that all factors in. Because some of those, like, we never did the thing where, with our Patreon, um, for this show, where it would be, like, you get the episode, like, a week ahead. Yeah. Um, because I like to be, like, somewhat on topic of, like, what's going on. Like, I like that you guys are listening to this episode in the week that we recorded it. So, like, anything that we talk about is not, like, week-old news. Sometimes yeah. it is. But, like, just depends on, like, what we forgot to talk about last week. And also, we got a lot of people that were, like, please don't give us content that not everybody can have. Um, yes. I guess, like, even if it is, like, preview content, I don't know. <laughs> also, that would make it really hard to do questions, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would, you know? I mean, well, you'd just, like, ask questions and it'd be weekly for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, season one. Wow, what a wild what a whirlwind. ride. <laughs> it was, like, what, like, three and a half years for season one? Yeah. Like, it's, like, a Grey's Anatomy, you know? Can you imagine if, like, actual TV shows did something like that <laughs> it's just like then we like 
we don't do an episode for a week, come back season two, and it's like five episodes, and then we're done. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to know, like, what is the longest season of any show? Because, like, even, like, stuff like SVU and stuff has a lot. You yeah. know, like, Law & Order has a lot. I know The Simpsons, he's looking it up right now. You know, shows like, like they're that. the longest shows, but like, but they have pretty long seasons. I feel like there are certain shows like the you know, like every Shonda show like takes like several breaks. You know, like they take off breaks for certain holidays, and they do like that little like we'll be back in two weeks bullshit, and like they kind of have like a season A and a season A B or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, what show actually? There are shows that do exist that just like go on through, and a lot of it is like stuff that you don't even think of as seasons. Like, I'm sure like Kelly Ripa's fucking this, show. Yeah, this is gonna be like one of those. It's gonna be like a a daytime thing, like a Jeopardy or something like that. Yo, you know. Speaking of Jeopardy, I actually have something about this. Have Have you seen the dude that is like killing it right now on Jeopardy? I've seen news articles, but Okay, I... hold on. Let me pull it up because I saw it on like BuzzFeed the other night and I was just like, oh, wow, Jeopardy is in the news. I haven't thought of that in a while. Um, but there's like this guy and he's about to beat like, how the fuck do you spell Jeopardy? Is it Jeopardy? Jeopardy. Or is it Jeopardy? I don't fucking know. Ooh, it's Jeopardy. <laughs> um, okay, so this guy's about to, like, fucking kill all of the other, like, records. Like, the one by Ken Jennings. You remember that? Yeah. Um, IBM's Watson. Yeah. Right? So it's this guy. What the fuck is his name? Because I feel like he deserves. His last name is, like, Holeshauer, um, who is a professional sports better. Like, he bets uh, on games okay. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and anyway, he is currently at $1.9 million. Whoa. And Ken Jennings had, and he do, he's done this in 24 games. Okay. Um, he's at like a 1.9. Ken Jennings, which I don't even remember when that was, um, he won 74 games and he is at 2.5. So this guy in 24 games is almost at, like where this Ken Jennings dude did in 74 games. Wow. And the way that he does it, I mean, I guess it makes sense that he's like a sports better or whatever. Um, first of all, he says that he does it in the way where, you know how like with Jeopardy categories, you typically go from like the top, like it'll be like music, blah, 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 and then you start at like the 100 question. Mm -hmm. He doesn't fucking do that. He goes to the, to the bottom, bottom immediately wow. and he hunts for the daily doubles and that's what his strategy is. And then he bets like fucking crazy shit, um, like really risky betting. And he's gotten 97% of his questions correct. Wow. And he said that the way that he has been able to like have a wide knowledge of shit um, is because he read a lot of children's books because children's books lay out a bunch of like obscure like very detailed like we like i'm thinking like magic school bus and stuff like yes i remember reading this one about the sewage system and i have a very vast knowledge of the way our sewage and water system works because i read that one fucking book because they made it interesting and so he was saying that like that's how he gets all of these answers is that he reads a wide variety of children's books about different like subjects and because they have it in such a way where it's like Easily meant to digestible. be absorbed yeah. yeah and like there's pictures and like diagrams and infographics and things like that it's like helped him and he's doing really well and now I'm like I low key want to watch Let's, yeah let's go on I know well no I would <laughs> never <laughs> I would love if like 
when Alex Trebek is like going to be done because isn't he going to be done? I think soon? he's on a break right now. Like it would be because he, he had health things going on, but it would be wild if like he as soon as he was done he went on and just like schooled everybody and like did the longest run ever like, i wonder if he amazing. is like would be like a good contestant <clears throat> i i would love that also at one point he won over he won one hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars in one game wow and most players don't even reach that in a full week wow like if they get to a full week of that's playing. crazy um so i don't know he's about to be fuck and he's young too look at him i don't know how old but like he's definitely mm-hmm. fucking young um it's fucking insane so i don't know <laughs> to go back to the uh it's hard to google like what show has the most episodes in a season because it's just trying to tell me which show has the most seasons oh gotcha and i don't know like how they do it but it's looking to me like general hospital might that be that makes one fucking because sense because they've got like over like one place said like 6,000 episodes. Another place said like 14,000 episodes. In a season? No, like in total. But oh. like that is like Crazy. when you average it out across the season, it's like a lot of fucking Well, that episodes. one like, like has been on for so- a lot of the soaps are already dead. Yeah, that like, one was, it said it was on since the 60s or something like that. Yeah. yeah so it's probably that. Like I th- the one that like it was always on in my house was One Life to Live. Yeah. And that one's dead. I think also The Young and the Restless is dead. I love these names, by the way. (laughs) I could just like, let's let's start General Hospital and we'll never run out of content ever. Oh my, have you ever watched a soap? No. I mean, I've like, it's I would never want to start though, like all the way back. It's so confusing though, because like they would do that. They're like, here's a character from the 70s that was dead and now we brought them back to life and they're actually in the body of a twin sister. Like, just watch General Hospital. Oh my God, Grey's Anatomy. They had their finale. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I'll say the last two episodes of that show really like tanked that season for me. Yeah, it, was it got not really great. fucky. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, wow. <laughs> so yeah, season one of Coffee with Rachel is over. We'll meet you back for season two at any point. That's not surprising though. Yeah. I was gonna say SVU or like some daytime segment. Yeah. Though, maybe even like a uh, like a Price is Right or something like true. that. Something something along Isn't those Kathleen, lines. Isn't Kathleen Kathy Lee and Hoda done too? Like I think Hoda's leaving or I Kathy's leaving. Cable, I can't remember. So we have no idea about any of these Though things. I accidentally found Cable the other day. Um, oh, on When the, you flip around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was doing but like I found some stuff and I was like if I ever want to watch this. <laughs> I just want PBS. I want to watch the gay rat wedding. You know? Yes. That's absolutely. what I want. <laughs> also can I just say like of course, everybody, re- well, not everybody, of course, certain people reacted to what happened on Arthur in the way that I totally expected, because um, homophobia is alive and well, y'all. It's not over just because Target has a LGBTQ line for pride. <laughs> um, but I got to say, I felt the vibes these all, all these years. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I really got that from um, Buster, so... I think Buster's, oh, Buster's yeah, definitely a, like a power bottom. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, that happened this week or this past week, and that's exciting. And the way that they handled it was like, they didn't handle it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even yeah. like to say that. They were just like, Mr. Rapburn's getting married. Like, ooh, who's the bride? And they thought it was this woman who's clearly Jane Lynch, <laughs> and that's his sister who's also gay, and... Um, it's just like, there were just two boys at this wedding and they all had absolutely zero reaction to it. Cause it was just like, it's Oh yeah, it's a marriage. Yeah. Sweet. 
happy for Mr. Rapper and hope he gives me less homework. Yeah. So, like, that's cool. <laughs> hope he gives me less homework. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. Also, just please watch Shit's Creek, everyone. We <laughs> finally finished season five. We had a lot of season finales this week, and I'm very upset. Grey's Anatomy, I didn't really mind, but, like, I, we binge-watched all of Dead to Me because it was only ten episodes and they're only, like, a half hour each. Yeah. And then I finally finished Shit's Creek with Chris because I didn't want to finish it. I was, like, dragging out the last, like, four episodes. Yeah. It's so good. I cannot recommend it. If you just want to feel good. Yeah. Just watch it. Oh, my God. It's just such a happy, good time. And, like, I am sad that they're only going to do one more season. But it is kind of... They are ending it while it's still good. Yeah. So that's good. Back to that previous discussion. I know. It just makes me sad. But, yeah, let's talk about Dead to Me. Because that just came out of nowhere. I know. And it's just, like, one of those random Netflix shows that they're just like, hey, here it is. Netflix is weird. They don't, like... They don't promote things or, like, hype things anymore. It's just literally, like... Here's hey, the content. Orange is a new black Stranger Things. They're here. Those are the only ones that they like hype though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then everything else they just like put up there and hope you like watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but um But it was like the not the marquee show, but like the show that you would see like when you got onto the Netflix app. Yeah. Was yeah. that at the top and it's and I was just like, Oh hey, that bitch from Mad Men, like yeah. let's watch it. <laughs> um and I love Christina Applegate anyway. And I there are some spoilers that I want to talk about in a minute, but I would say if you have some time, it's such a quick and fun watch through. It handles a lot of like really fucky topics in a really like, I don't know, digestible way. There was a lot of twists that we didn't see. Like, yeah, but and- there were some twists that like the most obvious twist or the most obvious outcome like yeah you're gonna kind of guess that but there's so many bumpy little twirly bits in the middle that That are really good yeah that you just don't see and the acting is fucking phenomenal the writing's really good it's it's uh it's directed by women and most of the writers are women and so that's why it's lit (laughs) yeah um and it's just really good Um, But I did want to talk about on... So this is where spoilers come into play. Yes. So if you have watched Dead to Me, you can listen here. If not, just like fast forward like a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, Probably we'll put the timestamps in the shit. But so the way it ends is with... Also, this is like my favorite James Marsden role. He usually kind of plays the same character over and over again. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely not Teddy in this one. (laughs) No, no. But like I was actually shocked to see him. He was the most comedic out of all of the characters i feel like really just like the way he acts like and he's like it's like he's this like, is his character is so funny and just like the way that he just i don't know i, I just thought he was thought funny. other characters were funnier but i still liked him like i thought <laughs> he was really good at his role mm-hmm. and he was in a different role than i've ever seen him play which was fun to watch because when i saw that he was in i was like okay like I'm bored, but yes. he was actually really good. And so if you've seen dead to me, here's where the spoilers come to play. He gets shot at the end. Um, cause there's a big face off and I didn't even notice this when we first watched it because he's like in the pool face down yeah. and you're seeing his face and his face is like completely unharmed. And the way that Jen, Christina Applegate was like pointing her gun at him, it would have hit him like in the chest, in the chest or the face or whatever. Um, 
And so then we went on Reddit to like see what people's like reactions were. And there's like this big fan theory. And I swear to God, if this is what they're doing, because it, it really makes sense. But you know how sometimes like with fan theories, like they're really good. And then that's just like not where the show is going to go. Thrones. Yeah. Also, Life is Strange. Yeah. Um, so the theory is that the lady that gives the Mexican lasagna in the fucking pilot is the person that actually shoots him. <laughs> and the reason for that is because like she shows up in the pilot, she's just like an un you know, unimportant character she's seemingly. She's the first character to have a line. Yeah. And then they have her pop up in the season finale because she's not hanging out with fucking Judy anymore. And so she invites her over and they talk about guns and, and home safety and her home safety stuff. And she's like really weird about it. And I remember thinking like, hmm, it's weird that they're like that. She's like low key important. Not really, but like, you know, she teaches Jen how to use a gun. And so I remember thinking in my head, it's like, oh, I didn't even think this character would even have like another moment yeah. in the series. But the way that they're trying to say is that, like, she might, you know, when the son, like, trips the security alarms and they start going off, since she's the neighbor, they're thinking that, like, she heard all that and, like, comes over. And because of the way that he lands in the pool, it doesn't make sense for it to be someone in the house. Jen or the kid, what's his name, Charlie? I forget the older son's name. I think Charlie. Yeah, Yeah, I think, yeah. Sure. So, like, it doesn't make sense for either of them to have shot him, but it makes sense for him to be shot in the back. And they think that... Uh, she came over and like shot him because she saw like the conversation. And she clearly has guns because she like loves guns or whatever. Yeah. And so it would be funny and amusing and also it'd be better than it being the son because honestly this whole son being the one to kill him would just be like I don't know, just be like a lot to handle and he's all angsty and stuff. And honestly, it would just be more interesting to see these three women in crime together. Because if you think about how they have to set up a plot for like the next season which people, it hasn't been renewed yet but like the way well, that they but, ended it yeah. looks like they're gonna do people a said two. that like oh if it was like jen or charlie that like shot him it's like easy self-defense he was being aggressive they could easily like explain that yeah but like since if it was like her then it's like oh shit what do we fucking it's do? like whole we extra have to, layer we have to cover up this murder now too like yeah so that's a i i really enjoyed it it was we watched an episode and we just like binged it really quickly because yeah. it was so good. I've decided that like I really like thirty minute to like twenty five minute or whatever. Again, that's like, why Shit's Creek shows. was so like digestible. Do you so think good. it has anything to do with our shortening attention spans? Probably, just probably. <laughs> yeah. Because they have, like, a nice quick little plot that, like, wraps up. Like, but, like, or- sometimes with the shorter episodes of things, I, like, they're too fast and things happen really quickly. That show, each episode felt like it was an hour long, but not in a way that I was, like, exhausted. But, like, so much happened, but it didn't feel really rushed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it honestly felt like, you know. They like had the- time to really develop characters. There was a lot of characters in it, and they developed them all, and, like, they gave them all a lot of screen time, and it felt like there was more that happened than You also had time. a lot of, like, at least for me as a viewer, I'm sure there are some people that might feel differently, but, like, I had a lot of attachment to the characters right away. They yeah. were really good. I did read, like, a list of, like, they didn't even know each other, um, Linda Cardellini and uh christina applegate like they didn't even know each other well they met like on set and the first scene that they filmed together is the scene on the beach where they're smoking weed together and then like in between Uh, takes they were just like getting to know each other and shit yeah um yeah 
I don't know. Wow. It was wow. really good. I would highly recommend it. If you listen to this, if you're like one of those people that like listens to spoilers because you're like, I don't know if like, I want to watch it. It is really good. Yeah. Um, it gives me like Big Little Lies vibes, but with a smaller cast. Yes. Well, which that we got to. That's coming I wanna back soon. rewatch that because I just. It was a great time, and I want to be ready for the next season. Yeah. Also, we got this week the Downton Abbey movie trailer. Yes. Which I'm so excited about. Which, like, immediately just, like, sobbing because, like, you can tell when people really love... I I love when actors love... The the, show. the, The thing that they were a part of for so long, and, like, they're willing to come back to the character like i can also understand if like you're, you you play a character in a show and you're typecast and, and or whatever and like you want to escape that like you know the harry potter people they want to escape harry potter because they were kids and they don't want it to define them for the rest of their fucking lives i mean but look like at what's they, happening with robert pattinson right now yeah i know so like i can understand sometimes but also it's just like really nice when there's like a really great show like downton abbey and like every single person is coming back for the fucking show literally or movie every- Everyone, And it's just, like, so heartwarming that, like, they're not going to have to, like, weirdly, like, write that, like, a character's moved or something like that yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, like, doing you know? something weird. Like, it's just so great. And, and I was thinking, I was like, what are they going to do for the plot of this movie? And it's basically just going to be around one event where the queen is visiting Downton and they're all, like, prepping. It's, it's the 20s now, isn't it? And, yeah, it's 27, 1927. Yeah, and... Oh, Mary! Holy shit. Like, I... So <gasps> she looks so good. <laughs> that's on our docket, guys. We're gonna be uh, rewatching Big Little Lies, and then we're gonna be rewatching that because that comes out in September. Yeah, and so I'm so excited. There's what five, six seasons of that, so like six. I want to, uh, you know, start on that like sooner-ish, just yeah. because it'll be fresh. And then we're gonna see Detective Pikachu tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I was Pika hoping Pika. that we were gonna have uh, watched it before this podcast, but we'll just talk about it next week. Um, yeah, but I'm very excited. Do you get like I heard people saying, and people I are getting Pokemon cards, and I really hope you do because that would instantly just take me back to. That's what I thought. Like I went to the first Pokemon movie midnight release, and I got a holographic Articuno, and it was like and a limit, like you could only get it when you went to see I, it. I think so. Yes, That's and cool. so I know I have it somewhere. Who's Articuno? He's one of the first legendaries. Okay. Um, there's three birds. Um, are Ooh. the are the legendaries? But he's the cold he's bird. He's the cold one. Yeah. There's Moltres, who's the fire one, and then Zapdos, who's an electric. Oh, one. I know Zapdos. Yeah. I know Zappy. Yes. <laughs> I don't need a Zappy. To... All right. Oh my. Um, so God. we're gonna see that tomorrow, and also. Last weekend, we took an embroidery class with a friend of mine named Paige, and I wanted to talk about that because it was um, my first time ever embroidering. I said took it with Paige was the person who was teaching us. Yes. Embroider. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to get there. Um, also, our coffee maker is just, she's angry. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're drinking Starbucks Pike Place right now. That's Sorry. the coffee we're having. Wow, sip, sip. I'm feeling buzzed. Also, like, it's 2 p.m., we normally record this way later at night, and so I just have, like, a lot of energy right now. Yeah. I just had a big ol' I'm feeling Uncharacteristic it. energy. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to talk about that because it was really fun, and she also has other workshops that are coming up, and I wanted to, like, talk about that in case, like, anyone in the Washington, maybe Oregon, whoop, wants to go because yes. it was really fun. Um, but we learned how to embroider. We learned two different stitches, and I can tell you right now, 
Um, I already... Has not stopped. I have not stopped. Um, I already went to Michael's and bought a bunch of thread. (laughs) Should have seen Rachel. Just picture this. A Michael's aisle at like four in the afternoon. Rachel in the embroidery section with all of the... What do you call those things? The like, was it bolts? Is that like a bolt? skeins? Skeins, whatever of string yarn. Well, what do you call that? I don't know the technical terms here, guys. It's string but, or floss. <laughs> floss and just like Rachel. I'm a total like, noob, though. Picking, I'm sure I'm saying this wrong. Picking every single like mossy green and like I know. <laughs> orangey burnt like colors and everything and like organizing them in like a rainbow on the ground of michael's with like 50 different colors and, and i was like, like okay is this t-? like some of them were like literally just a shade different and i was yeah. like chris it was like i'm telling you i've gone from makeup to art supplies in this realm this is how exactly i was with lipstick and now you couldn't catch me doing yeah. that but it's better yeah but I've actually been, I literally haven't stopped because we, we did cacti, right? And she taught us the two different stitches. And my first one that I did, like, I fucked it up because I was like, this is the first time I'm ever doing this. And so I'm working on my second one. And I'm making it like a cactus with like a terrazzo like background. And mm-hmm. it looks really cute. And so I bought a bunch of colors that like fit the vibe of the color scheme. <laughs> um, but I was like okay at it you know i'm getting yeah. better at it now that i'm like at home and i'm not feeling like as weirdly like pr- you know what i mean like when you're in a class yeah. and you feel pressure to like not flop and then you flop chris however did not have that experience chris fucking like we went with our friend um carly who also was like me who had well i think she had taken like maybe another embroidery class before but she like also was like i don't know shit about this and then ashley who's been like embroidering up a fucking storm lately like yeah. for a while now and she's really good at it and then chris shows up who just sews the crotch of all my pants and holes and stuff i'm and, the mender here yeah and he like was really fucking good and also like very fast like you'd have like three or four rows of stitches and i was like on my second row and i was like yeah. what the fuck what can i say guys you know i'm just with the old stitch the old stitch Um, but i just wanted to talk about that because it was really fun and it's just it's a very relaxing thing to be doing do you have like the next like dates or whatever so next classes you can go to the wildsweetpea.com to like look up all the different um dates of the workshops and stuff but there's another one on the 25th because i know this is going up like right before that um and that one is to stitch florals and it's in olympia washington and then the next one is cacti and that oh wait never mind that already happened okay so this is the last one actually i'm sorry i read this total thing (laughs) the last one that you can go to is on may 25th and that one is to stitch florals um she did tell me that that one was a little bit more challenging than the cacti one but But i did see that she did um also uh the remaining tickets are all half off right now so oh cool if you want to go but she was very like good at instructing so i feel like even if you are more of a beginner like you it was a very unintimidating um environment yes yes i agree and i like that a lot yeah um but yeah so that's what i've been up to (laughs) it's been a problem (laughs) because i'm like i need to like work on stuff and i'm like but i could like (laughs) i could be stitching things i know i'm really like stressed out right now because i have a lot of stuff that i need to get done before my cousin is in town and i'm like flopping (laughs) so i need to like pick up the pace sweetie um that's okay we have a nice 
Well, I have a nice three-day weekend coming up. <laughs> I'm probably going to be working this weekend, yeah. but that's fine. At least my work is fun. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I think with that, we can get into some quizzes and questions. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is sponsored by ShopRWD.com. Um, also, if you want to join my art Patreon, that is patreon.com slash shoprwd. I did just post a really long ass post all about watercolor essentials for anyone that is a complete novice beginner, has literally never touched watercolor before. It's like an essential supply list. I have a ton of information where I think you should spend your money, where I think you should save your money, links to literally like almost everything that I use. Um, and just a lot of helpful information. There's going to be a lot of posts like that in the future. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, consider joining my Patreon for art, which is once again, patreon.com slash shop RWD. Today's podcast is also brought to you by audible.com. Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. Hi. The ads are over. Hi. We're here. We're back. <laughs> Rachel's pouring liquids. Um, we have a quiz. What a weird way to say I'm pouring a cup of coffee. <laughs> I know. I was being weird on purpose. Hang Thank on. you for calling it out. <laughs> um, we have BuzzFeed here. She's <laughs> providing a quiz. We have BuzzFeed. It's <laughs> it's time to find out which character from The Parent Trap you relate to most. It's like we just have the BuzzFeed logo in a chair strap. <laughs> so tell us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Parent Trap, an iconic movie. A gay awakening for me. Yes. Mel Gibson when that one scene where he's wearing the cowboy hat. <laughs> dad, dad. What more do you need to know? <laughs> There's a lot going on in that movie. Okay. So this is what character we relate to the most. Yes. What's your ideal number of siblings? None, one, two, three, or more. Now, not thinking of the sibling you actually have, but... That's so difficult. <laughs> My brain went nowhere. Okay. Um, but, like, honestly, in an ideal world where <laughs> they're not abusive... Um, I would say one. Like, yeah. I would say one. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you go? London, Paris, Napa, or Tokyo? It's <laughs> so funny. Um, um, ooh, 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 ooh. I'd honestly pick London. It's like food, I'd pick Paris or Tokyo. Yeah, like, least on my list for food is London. London. Like, I'm gonna pick Paris, because okay. then I can go to a million places real close by. Yes. Would you? What would you do if you found out you had a twin? Keep it to myself. Let's make the real life parent trap. Tell uh. everybody I know. Tell my best friend. Like I would honestly do three of the four of these things, <laughs> like consecutively. I know I would make a parent trap joke, like yeah. Um, but I would say probably like tell everybody I know. Me too, honestly. Why wouldn't you? I know that yeah, like there's. Like- but they're oh all God, gonna be like, like, your parents are fucked up separating you guys. Like yeah. it is fucked up. I think people don't like talk about how fucked up it is. What would you do if you saw Meredith Blake? Kiss her. Befriend her, <laughs> keep your enemies close. Introduce myself. 
give her a mean look, roll my eyes at her. Oh, I would introduce myself, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other option for me. <laughs> um, I would befriend her, keep your enemies close. Uh, that's also true, but I would, she's not my enemy, she's my wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I know she's evil, whatever. <laughs> you saw that look. Yes. If you had Martin as a butler, how would your relationship be? He would be like my older brother. I'd be mean to him. He would be my best friend. I wouldn't even notice he was there. Wow, that's that's weird. privilege. Um, um, he would be my best friend. <laughs> he'd be like my older brother. If you weren't doing this quiz right now, what would you be doing? Reading more quizzes, listening to music, or drinking wine? I'd be listening to music. <sighs> Reading... Um, if you were a superhero, which one would you be? Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, or Black Widow? Oh. I would honestly probably be Iron Man because of the tech. Not, I'm not thinking of, like, uh, what the Robert? Is, yeah. I would be the Hulk because that's relevant <laughs> <laughs> to the demon inside. If you could recreate the parent trap, where would your twin sister live? Brazil, Hawaii, Mexico, France, China, or Australia? Um, I mean, mm. it's like where do I want to go the yeah. most? Uh, probably Australia. I'm going to pick France. If you could play, well, I already live in France. So. Well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If you could play any sport, which would you choose? Is fencing on here? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Swimming, football, ice skating, slash hockey. Those are absolutely not Different the same thing. things. Tennis. You're just on frozen water. It's the same thing. Just like, ice? Yeah. Um, tennis, fencing, volleyball, dancing, or horseback riding? Ooh, horse girl. Um, mm. Okay. I... Would do fencing. <laughs> you get to wear a mask. Yeah. And it's just, there's something lit about it. And that scene is like the You'll best like scene in cinematic. On your, uh, yeah. Thing, do a little on guard. <laughs> Isn't that a vibe? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I look really good in mesh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say swimming. Okay. Choose a house to live in a mansion, a farmhouse, a small house, or a fancy apartment. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Um, a fancy apartment. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm picking. I'm picking a small house because that's what I, like, we've lived in an apartment. Not a fancy <laughs> one, but an apartment. <laughs> if you had to hang out with with one of your sisters, which one would you choose? It Hallie. says one of the sisters. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, Hallie, Annie, both. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> um, I'm definitely more of a Hallie. <laughs> okay. Who was definitely gay, by the way, with tie-dye girl okay? <laughs> like let's not forget i'm gonna be cheeky and say i can't even tell the difference are you kidding me oh my god you're gonna be so mad i got hallie <laughs> who'd you get meredith blake <laughs> <gasps> i'm so sad well i am a hallie i'm like a sassy extravagant and elegant you don't let anybody tear you down i mean t i got yeah. hallie funny clumsy and strong you're the sister everyone wants to have not sure about that part, well, but I definitely... Secret gay vibes, I mean. Yeah, no, go. I definitely was, like... And I was definitely more of, like, a tomboy growing up. Yeah. So, yeah, that wow. fits. Wow, the more you know. Can we just watch that again? Wouldn't that be funny if they revived that? Lindsay Lohan would never. <laughs> she would never. Um, oh, and What's-Her-Face is dead, so you just can't. Never mind. We're going to go to question now for patreon.com slash Speaking of death, wait a minute. Before we get into that. Yeah, oh my I God, just... I meant to bring this up. 
Guys, I have some death news. <laughs> this is a good thing. Washington has legalized the way that I want to be taken out of this world. And they've also legalized not all, only the like aqua aquamation aquamation but they've also legalized human composting hell yeah so now i'm torn because aquamation is the environmentally friendly version of cremation essentially where yeah. they literally just liquefy you and then all is left is your skeleton and they just grind that up and then you have a little ash moment you know yes. what i mean a but little sprinkle human composting is like a process that takes i think it said like four to six weeks and they like put you in something with like a whole bunch of like wood hay and, and wood hay chips and stuff and you like just are slowly kind of like decomposing and turn into like fertilizer you become, you become rich soil and apparently they do this a lot with farm animals already which like this is naturally how you get rid of livestock that makes complete fucking sense when you think about it but honestly i don't I, know i feel like i'd go for that like I know. for you like water it kind of fits that you would do the aquamation you know it's just I like know. The, it, that really fits for you i know such a pisces death yeah i mean it's not a death but it's like a pisces afterlife i become water and i become part of the Ascension. rain cycle yeah Honestly. Wait, you could become part of the rain cycle. You'd at Yo, one point be a shoot cloud. Shoot me up into a fucking cloud, man. That's I've been saying that for a while. I know. But I also want to be a fucking tree. I, I know. know. I want to fertilize some stuff, but it would have to be a good crop, like a radish. I just want to be a tree. I'm not fertilizing like a peanut. I, I need to be... I need to fertilize a tree so that, what, yeah, with that like, way... like Maybe not a radish. I... <laughs> a good crop. Wait, cucumbers. Because oh, those will be God. pickled. Rachel's cumbers. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like put in my will that like, with <laughs> with my soil, grow a crop of cucumbers and pickle me. Yeah. Wow. It'd be probably some of the <laughs> best pickles there were. Oh boy. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, that was legalized in Washington, and we're the first state in the country to have the composting thing, which is lit. Yes. And I can't fucking wait. It's great. <laughs> I'm going to die right now. No. We got to draft our wills. Um, yeah. Which is, I don't know. Has any of y'all like written a will? Can you give me the tea? Yeah. Because I, I like, I just feel like I need to do it because I just want this to be out there. Mm hmm. That like in compost writing, me. You know? Do you have to get that notarized or can I literally write it down? And can it's I just, just like, like, that's it. Okay. If I die, play this episode. Like this is me saying I want to be fertilized. Play this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like a TV show. No. The coffee really hit me just now. Anyway, questions from patrons. Uh, Sonia has asked, what is on your summer bucket list? And also what regional foods do you really want to try? That's so, a tough question. All right. Well, let's do the first one first. Summer bucket list. Summer bucket list. I mean, the thing that we are doing is going to Canada. I know. Like, we're kind of hitting our bucket list very quickly yeah. and all in one week. <laughs> like, a bucket list. I have a bucket list of things I want to do, but they're not going to be done in this specific summer. If I had one for this this summer. Yeah. This summer. Um, My bucket list would be to... Honestly, just, like, my bucket list is to, like, do a lot more outdoor activity this summer. Like, go kayaking. Yeah, that's one. A, we'll throw that in there. We have a place, like... Uh, There's a, a lot a of places. Went, well, yeah, but, like, a friend went kayaking and told us, like, about the, where to, like, get it, that done, essentially. So. Yeah, because we can't... We have nowhere <laughs> to store a kayak. Yeah. 
And can you imagine just having a kayak and the apartment is squeezy, just like sleeping in it? Like, oh my god, wait! <laughs> actually, let's do it. Can you imagine Lila in a little life jacket out on a kayak with Lila. us? Lila. <laughs> also, it's Lila's birthday. Happy birthday to a Gemini icon. Yes, yeah, she is five. We love that. For we love her. it. <laughs> um, she looks five. So You're yeah, getting dusty. Just like no, going. Kidding. To more outdoor things, we have a vehicle now, and, like, while, like, I had, the reason of not having a vehicle for a long time, besides financial, is, like, that, like, it was, you know, not driving around as much, environmental, things like that, but, like, also... It became a financial burden to not have a car, because you're spending so much money, and we couldn't leave, like... And I want to experience nature, and... The freedom now of being able to do things without a time limit or a really hefty $100 bill (laughs) is uh, nice. Yes. So, we're just... I mean, we're still, like, it's basically, like, a car that we use, like, maybe only on like the weekends to be honest like it's not like i feel like it's gonna be you know because there's still a lot of shit that we do that we just walk to because it makes sense um but that's my yeah kayaking is on my list that's really my only summer goal is because everything else i'm doing yeah we're going to canada which is like using our passports for the first time Uh, a few concerts that we're going to they're not in the summer but i'm i guess well, we no. have one that's in the summer, but the rest of them are in the fall. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's three. I forgot about one. Yeah. yeah. So that's so. cool. And, like, we have, like, a lot of plans, like, already in place. The only month that we don't have, like, much going on would be, like, the end of July. Because we're going to be in L.A. for the first week of July. Yeah. Um, but then, like, the rest of fucking July, we're, we don't have anything going on. So, so that's, like, a time when probably we might go when we would go. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. And I definitely want to hit Mount Rainier again, like, later in the summer when the snow is all gone. So, like, probably, like, August and stuff. I mean, if we can squeeze in a Ben trip. Because <laughs> we were supposed to do that. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, because I've... I feel like we should look at it for September. Yeah, September would be, like, the best time because I've also got a lot of shit going on in August, so... Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to this summer. And then you also asked what regional foods do you really want to try? Like... Every French pastry Literally, like... There isn't a regional food that I wouldn't want to try. That's the problem. I'm overwhelmed and I will eat literally anything once. Um, I would say top of my bucket list would be South Korea because there's a lot of good Korean food that I want to try that I haven't tried. Um, Japan, Japanese food in Japan would be fucking great. Can you tell I have a a scheme here? Um, They're not the same, but you get me. And then, yeah, still France is in the top of that list just for the pastries because they're just... Pretty little tiny pretty things. Pretty things, yes, exactly. Petty fours, if you will. Um, the next question is now. from Nina, who said, Hi, Rachel, Chris, and Chunks. Hope you're all doing well. So I currently have a bachelor's degree in biology and left the veterinary field recently. I was a vet assistant for almost three years. That is also what my sister does. Um, like that, me, that's me. That's, Chris that, saying, that's me saying that's that what my, that's what my sister does. Um, long story short, that field was really bad for my mental health, and I have a bunch of other interests. I can I'm imagine. I, I'm at like I I love like 
one of the worst thoughts to come in my brain is just like the, something happening to the cats. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, and especially after like the past few years, where there's been a lot of things that have been happening. Which, like, knock on wood, everything's been really good this year. Yeah. So, like, I could not imagine going into work every day and seeing animals that are in pain and suffering. Like, I know. That, or like, oh my god, not that like this is what um, this person would be doing. But, like, oh, my God, that story the other day where it was, like, the person died and they had in their will to kill their dog to, like, cremate them with them so that they could have them, like, with them. That's, like, some, like, ancient Egypt, like, afterlife, like, bury me with all my possessions kind of bullshit, you know? I just think, and there was, like, a perfectly healthy dog. I just think that is absolutely so fucking disgusting and fucked up. And I want to know how that's legal. Yeah, like, like, because, I mean, animal rights are not really, like, you know, like, super top. Because it's, like, I couldn't put in my will, like, hey, kill fucking Chris. Yeah. when i'm dead so we can oh, just shit. get bound together and become that one pickle farm it's like it's super distressing to think of like if like the chunks outlived me like what would happen to them but i also would never want to kill them oh my I'm god <laughs> no i'd have in my will like people that i think that they could go to that would give them a happy home yes Okay, I guess I could get to the end of the story. Sorry, question, that just like you know? really disturbed me, no. and I just want to know like I could just understand how it could be mentally like stressful. If you're a vet, like upsetting. can you like be like opting out of that? Like yeah. I don't know what the laws are like once the thing is in yeah. you know progression. Like can you? I mean, be, like, Grey's Anatomy's kind of taught me some of the stuff about humans, but I don't know how it's like for it. Yeah, like can you just be like you know what? I'm not gonna put down your perfectly healthy dog. Yeah, I don't know. I just have no clue. Um, so then they said, Chris, with your degree in meteorology, how did you break into the field you're currently in? And Rachel, how did you get started with your art business? Any tips on breaking into a new field in general would be greatly appreciated. Because, okay. So it, for me, it doesn't necessarily apply as well because you don't need a degree to do what I'm doing. Um, you could have degrees that could help you, like art degrees, business degrees, etc. cetera. Um, to break into a field... I think like this is the one of the things that we've both learned is that it just helps to have a degree. (laughs) It helps to have a degree and also to just like, you know, not like thinking of yourself boxed in. It's like, oh, I'm a biologist or like you sent you a biology degree. Like there's a lot of places you can go around. You have a lot of skills that were applied in that job that could be applied to many other jobs. And it's just like framing yourself to be capable of a different job. Yeah. Like just don't think of yourself as like, I am a veterinary assistant or a biologist. And these are my skills that are associated with specifically that job. It's like, I have these skills that I applied to being a biologist or a vet assistant, but they can be applied to other things. Yeah. Especially, like, um, with the the vet assistant stuff, because there's a lot of, like, that's, like, also, you know, you have to have good communication. You can talk to, like, you know, patients, and you're good with working with animals. You're good with, like, medical things. I also have a very limited knowledge of yeah. what it takes. But, like, you know, there's other things besides, like, what you would just assume. If I could go from meteorology to being... Tech. Yeah, to tech, it's, like, yeah, like... That's a weird That's thing. a very weird jump. I yeah. technically, like, use my degree for what I'm doing because it's a comm degree. And, like, I think, like, when you're running a small business, it's really important to have a social media presence and... Now communication is heavily focused on social media because that is our new way of communicating. And so it is really important. Um, But if you think about it, like... I'm not using my public speaking as much. I know this is public speaking. Yeah, you had... Kind of. when When you were a YouTuber, you had a set of skills 
that you applied to being your at your job of being a YouTuber, and now you've taken those set of skills that you have and taken what you can and applied it to a new thing. Yeah, because like, I've been running a business now for a while. Yeah, like it's the, just a the new behind one. the scenes, like like how to run a business stuff. That's all things that you, like you applied to just a different business. Yeah, you know. Um, but I would just say go for it because I mean, honestly, like, okay, so I have a cousin who went to eight years of medical school to become a doctor, did like the whole fucking track. And that's a really long time and a lot of fucking money. And then at the end decided this is not what makes me really happy. It's like low key depressing. And now he is like doing a complete, he did like a total 180 is working on a winery and like makes wines for a living and like seemingly absolutely adores his job. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's literally like, I, I mean, besides the, um, chemistry aspect of that, I don't know what else goes into making wine and uh, that you could apply from like a medical degree. You know what I mean? But like, I know that there's like a lot of like privilege in that too, where it's, you know, when you're leaving something that you went to school for to change and do something else, like not everybody has the ability to just like make a fucking like rash flip decision like that. So like, obviously I'm taking that into account. Like even me, like with me switching from, you know, doing one thing to the other, like I had, you know, the safety net of like Chris at the time was, you know, had a really stable job and it allowed me to take that fucking huge ass risk of being like, I'm going to quit my not stable paycheck of YouTube to do, try something completely <laughs> fucking new. And let's hope that I make sales, you know? Yeah. Um, but if like you have the ability to make that risk and it's for your fucking mental health, then I'd say go for it because literally like it doesn't matter how old you are. You can always change what you're fucking up to mm-hmm. because there's you, like I know that like you can feel stuck. Like I know I did, but if you have the ability financially to switch up what you're doing for your own happiness, I say fucking go for it. Absolutely. That was my TED talk <laughs> about that. Um, so the next question is from Jasmine. who said, not really a question, but I know a lot of people follow you on Twitch. Can you please shout out The Sims 4? It's free to download right now until May 28th. Yes. On Origin, yes. I saw that it's free. Yes. I haven't done a Twitch stream in a really long time, and I feel really bad about that. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I've just been busy, and now I'm embroidering, which <laughs> it's like I do a Twitch stream of me embroidering oh and God. just talking. I mean, would that be boring? I think people would unanimously say do it. It would be fucking relaxing. That's yeah. for damn sure. Um, um, but yeah, it's free to download. They said, okay, my question, which Animal Crossing character are you in the chunks? Ooh, ooh, okay. Lila is one of the sheep she could be frida okay because i just love frida um oh wait no she could be uh was it pietro the clown one okay because she's wacky and he's white and fluffy i was gonna say frida i like frida okay i just love frida but yeah whatever um squeezy squeezy is brewster of course very Kurt and like short running a business. Yeah, he's got bird-like tendencies. He's a gray pigeon himself. Um, you could be Cyrus. Okay, I could see you being Cyrus. Okay, or I could see you being Tom Nook. Honestly, you're kind of Tom. I'm Tom Nook. Let's be real. (laughs) Me, I'm um. Oh my god, gardening bunch. Leaf. Yeah, I'm Leaf. Okay. Right. Yeah. Either Leaf or... Uh, Would you say you're one of the Able sisters, maybe? 
Ooh, I could be. Mm, maybe not. I don't know. No. Like I'm not Mabel, fancy enough like, to be like LaBelle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was thinking like Mabel just like on the sewing machine. Like I'm not good with a sewing machine. Well, you get what I mean. Just like doing the crafting. I'm shy. <laughs> but, well, like you're like doing the crafting. You know what I mean? But you're but not But the difference like, shy, is yeah. you don't have to talk to me 400 times to get my backstory. <laughs> you have to talk to me once <laughs> you to get to my backstory. You're just telling people on the street like, hey, exactly. you want to hear my backstory? <laughs> you want to hear? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm definitely more of a leaf. Okay. I get you. This is topical for what we've been saying. Um, they just finished Shit's Creek. Who would y'all and the Chunks be as characters? This is a great question. Wow. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Squeezy could be Johnny. Yeah. Squeezy's Johnny. I was going to say that. Lila could be... Ooh. Mm. Is she Jocelyn? Oh, yeah. I think she's Jocelyn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn or Twyla? Jocelyn. Okay. Jocelyn. Because yeah. Jocelyn, like, sometimes, like, freaks out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love um, fucking Jocelyn so much. Um, okay. I would probably be a mixture of David and Moira. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Um, you're I'm Patrick. Ted. Oh. <gasps> True. Yeah. You're, you're, you have. I'm Ted or Patrick. You're, you're like a mixture of the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> I love Patrick so much. Okay. Um, somebody has just asked for Squeezy's Unspeakables. I'm dying to know. And we're not releasing those. That's until season two. That is, that, <laughs> yeah, that's season two. Um, uh, that is the finale of the show. We will release Squeezy's also, Unspeakables. Also, I will say Lila had an unspeakable that we will also add into that. It was very unspeakable. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It took me a moment to... Yeah. I, I blocked it out. I know. We all have. <laughs> um... If you could disinvent something, what would it be? Like, if you could get rid of an invention. Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, it could be whoa. something super simple like plastic bags. Yo. Honestly, that's a vibe. Like. <laughs> um, or it could be, like, the Electoral College. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> There's a lot of things you could uninvent. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way we run healthcare here. <laughs> um healthcare capitalism i'll get rid of Just that un- uninstall capitalism <laughs> Ooh, true good one <laughs> I, yeah i'm gonna say the electoral college in plastic bags <laughs> what would katie perry write about then <laughs> i don't know reusable bag <laughs> floating in the wind um i would go to like just saying plastic, but I know I had its roles. Like, yeah, there's important stuff, yeah. but also she is something. She's a she's a problematic fave, not really a fave. Oh man, I don't fucking know. I'm gonna say industrialized plastic. agriculture. Ooh, but also <laughs> like food. Like what? Uh, I'm going with plastic bag dudes. I'm sorry. Like that's like the worst one. Okay. Like, is it the worst? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> it's okay. That's a very like that's daunting a very, like, question. That I there's like my brain is like I don't know what to say because there's too much. Have either of you or the chunks had an interest in doing a capsule wardrobe? I feel like Squeezy would be on that shit. I 
don't know what this means. So a capsule wardrobe is, um, it's kind of like where you have, you have like a small amount of clothing and you rotate it for the different seasons, but a lot of it is like used for multiple seasons, I believe. Is it just like another version of like Project 33? Kind of, yeah. And honestly, to be honest, I kind of already do that in like, I don't have- Honest, to be honest? I. A lot of my clothes, and I, I could be totally wrong with this definition, and I would be interested in like learning more about it. I know Rebecca does that for Julia, and it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I do do that a lot with my clothing because I don't have a lot of pieces that I can only wear in like one fucking season. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of my dresses I buy with a color palette in mind that I'm like, this also would work in fall with like a jacket over it and then winter with tights. And then a lot of my shoes I wear, like, year-round. You know, Mm -hmm. there's very little things. It's just, like, mostly the dresses and tops that I have that are, like, off my shoulders. Yes. Those are, like, the only thing. And I only have, like, a few of those. But I feel like I buy things in mind for that. But I also just do that. Oh, yeah. Chris is the queen of, like, not having a spring or summer wardrobe. (laughs) I'm just, like, I'll die in pants for these three months. But I don't know, like, if that's actually what the definition is. I would be – I clearly I don't know enough about it, but I would look into it. Yes. I think it is just – it's definitely having, like, a smaller amount of wardrobe. Um, next question is, please give us your review of Remember Me featuring our fave Robert Pattinson. Okay. So I wanted to watch Remember Me because I need more Robert Pattinson lore because I've really only seen him in Twilight and Harry Potter. So, like – yeah. I need, because this is all because, like, he's potentially the new Batman, which I'm here for. Love it. Yes. Can't and, can't think of a better bitch. So I was like, let's watch Remember Me, because Rachel's just like, I don't remember anything about the movie other than the ending. And, and the it was ending wild. takes you. <laughs> and I'm going to say that, honestly, even with the ending, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It was a fucking twist, and it was wild and just, like, really crazy. But I kind of liked it, honestly. Like, I don't want to <laughs> give away any spoil. Well, maybe we should do a timestamp here. Okay, okay. fucking timestamp. Because I feel like it needs to be said. So Remember me spoilers. Remember me spoilers, but I highly recommend you actually watch it without listening to the spoiler because the ending is so batshit that it like is so worth having that stupid experience. And I'm so glad that you were not spoiled. Yeah. But essentially it just, I mean, you see like the, I almost said album art. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking like movie poster is just like him and Emily DeRaven from Lost cuddling. It looks like a romantic movie. It doesn't look like anything. The entire movie is just like a story I've seen like many times before. It was good and the acting was good. It was just like, I've seen this. It's not bad, but it's nothing special. It was just okay it's not bad that's why i was saying like it's not memorable until the ending you got pierce brosnan just at one point pulling full mama mia at one point with his outfit outfit. (laughs) but and basically like the story is just like a normal coming of age there's like a romance in there it's about like family dynamics and family drama there's some grieving situations someone's got a dead mother someone's got a dead brother you know there's like all these kinds of like normal plot tropes right and then the ending just in the last two minutes, it becomes a 9-11 movie out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Out of literally movie, nowhere. Whole movie wraps up. Things like things are looking up. 
band like the, the couples back together get, the families like the relationships together. are all like ooh, let's improve a little bit and then it's just like hey by the way you're fucking dead it's 9-11 it just like, becomes 9-11 movie and it's so fucking random yeah <laughs> it's like i will never I forget was never i not in a million years would i have ever been like oh my god like that's what's gonna happen so in a way i like it because that's a twist that i did not expect i said because he was like trying to explain he was like before he'd seen it he was like is this an ending that like i've seen a twist like this and i was like i can guarantee you there's you've never seen a twist like this (laughs) where the movie is just set in new york and like it's also kind of tricky so in the beginning it says it's 1991 and then they show a flashback to like some important thing happening and then you do see the Twin Towers in the background, but in my opinion, and in most movies and stuff, when they have a flashback and it's in New York, they'll show the Twin Towers as also to be like, hey, by the way, this is before yes. 2001, sweetie. You yes. know what I mean? So I didn't think, I didn't, probably didn't even like notice that at all. And then they say 10 years later. And so it requires you to do math. It's very easy math. Yeah. But me being me, I wasn't thinking, oh, so it's 2001. Because <laughs> it's math. Yeah. Did you? I didn't I didn't put that together. You didn't like, like no, add was, that up. I wasn't really keeping track of what year it was. I just knew like that was the past and this is the present exactly. of the story. Like, and so they never make any other reference to it other than like you know that they're set in New York. And then suddenly I will never forget the feeling of literally sitting there. Like I watched it in like college. Like I was like streaming it on like one of those weird websites or whatever because I was just like I want to see this movie. Like I just want to yeah. see it. And <laughs> like just the way that the teacher like lingers by the chalkboard and then walks across and you see September 11th, 2001. And then I'm <laughs> me being like, <gasps> and then, then the visceral realization that like Robert Pattinson's in an office building and then it zooms out. It's so fucking random and <laughs> out of nowhere. I just look up the ending on YouTube. If like you've gotten this far and you haven't watched it, but you just like want to see how fucking wacky it is. Yeah. But just know that it's literally like, a totally normal not at all about 9-11 until then yep but that's my review 10 out of 10 i loved it <laughs> it's so fucking wild uh next question is hey guys i'm moving into a new place with four of the girls none of which i know this will be my first time living with roommates and i'm kind of nervous because i grew up pretty much as an only child any advice um <clears throat> just uh it's okay. a wacky time don't ever get mad for anybody just making food in the kitchen like Stop. and blaming the electricity bill on the fact that they made Brussels sprouts. And not that's the not, coldest winter in 30 years or that's whatever. N- <laughs> not from experience. Just going to say. Just a random like, tidbit. Um, no, I think it'll be a lot. It's definitely an experience. and I would I'm, say that it, it's definitely... I. It teaches you to cohabitate with people and it teaches you basic uh, manners and etiquette. And it also teaches you how a lot of people didn't have that either. And it's it's a good way to learn a bunch of lessons very quickly about like paying bills with a group of people. Yeah, I think like (laughs) living with roommates there will be things that like there are gonna be conflicts there's gonna be things that like your roommates do that are really annoying and that upset you but like i think that it's honestly an experience that people should have just like i think everybody should have a service job at some point like those two things because like you know it's this whole thing of like if we're just like going classic history here it's like 
you live in your parents' house and then like you get married and then you just move in with like your partner like and that's it like that's the way like it's kind of been in history before like right that's just like then you like move in with somebody and you're like how do you live with another person and it's yeah just, like, oh, like, just, like it's the same way where I'm glad that I lived with you before like we lived on our own yeah, you know what I mean yeah. or like got married we haven't gotten married but like we're essentially married so you know what I mean it's like yeah. I wouldn't. And this is totally for me personally, and if this is not your life, then, like, whatever, that's totally fine. I'm not judging anyone, but I'm personally glad that, like, I lived with you before we would get married. Yeah, I'm, like, it's just, like, I think that, like, living with people... It teaches you a lot of stuff. It teaches you a lot of just, like, you maybe, like, you learn that, like, there's things that you can do to be more courteous to, like, other people living with you or, like, vice versa, and they can do all things to be more courteous. Yeah, it uh, teaches you, know? you, like, what your what your strong suits are for, like, living with yourself and then also, like, yeah. what you suck at, you know what yes. I mean? Um, but also, like, it's also nice. Like, I know that, like, there were living situations, like, our first time when we – well, I guess I'm not even counting the dorms, but, I mean – the dorms were something because you're literally sharing a single tiny little room with another yes, person. That's yes. like a whole other ballpark. But like in terms of apartments, like my second apartment that I had and we're, me and Chris were living together with our two other friends. That was also like really fun. Like it was nice to it was like. It was fun. It was the first time we were living on our own and it's exciting even though like. You might be like, oh, shit, I got to do this and this and this. And I've got to delegate tasks with these other people. But we weren't but like, lonely. You know, it was like there were, you know, it was it was also enjoyable for like the socializing aspect. You know, like yes. you weren't really lonely at times, but it can be tricky. Um, but my best advice is to be like, OK, so we would get kind of like passive aggressive because nobody wanted to have a conflict. And I think letting stuff like slide like that for a really long time and then bubble over until you have like a big fight with people is not good. And I think like if there's something that's going on that's like frustrating you or upsetting you in some way to be like upfront about it, kind of like uh, more in the early stages and just do it in like a hey, I'm just letting you know that like um I'm having, you know, like, in a polite, like, non-confrontational, like, super combative yeah. way, if um, that makes sense. And also... No, that's not to say that it's always going to be conflict. You could luck out and have people that are, like, never around and they don't fuck with you. Yeah. Just also don't have a party and not tell everybody and make them... Like, just, like, stupid shit like feel that. Feel bad that they didn't go hang out with the people that are in the apartment. You know? Also, not from experience. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> like, obviously, there's going to be... But you're gonna have wacky stories. Yes, there, have, we've got stories, and I especially from our first apartment. Yeah, I lo- I look back and I'm like I'm glad that I went through that. It was a weird time. Yeah, but hey, also saving money. Like yes. you're gonna be saving money, yeah. and that's always fun. Back when rent was two hundred dollars a month, and man. we thought and that we, that was so expensive. Yeah. If only. If we only knew. we knew. What was it in Brooklyn? It was like two seventy-five. Yeah. Or almost three hundred. Yes. And we were like, that's bougie, even though it was like yes. the world's worst apartment. All right, and then the very last question that we're gonna have time to answer today is if the chunks were mashed potatoes, what flavor would they be? So Lila ha- definitely has gravy. Yeah, she's gravy. <laughs> she's gravy and super buttery and like fluffy. Fluffy. The fluffiest. Squeezy's got the like rough mash, you know what I mean? Does or Squeezy's he's like this... a puree, like a silky, like, you know what I mean? It's like elevated in he's some way. He's silky, but he also has the skins. 
Yes. In it. And it's more of like a like a savory. Like, oh, is he like the yellow potatoes? Like the more yellowy ones? Could golden, be. Golden, that's the word. Golden potatoes? Yeah. Lila's is first golden straight eyes. russet. Straight russet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would probably be A little be bit it. of cracked pepper and squeezies. A lot of pepper and squeezies. Yeah. Lila has a lot of gravy. Yes. <laughs> that's what they <laughs> would be. Who's ready for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Yo, now I want potatoes. Yes. That All sounds right. delicious. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week for season two, um, starting off with Detective Pika. <laughs> um, benches, stay tuned, and yeah, we'll see you later. Bye. Hello, benches. Today, you are going to be defined as what superfood you are. Yes. Which is super interesting, because what honestly defines a superfood? We'll never know. It's yeah, a buzzword. Is there, it is a buzzword. It's just like something that really helps you out. Yeah. So chocolate, right? No. Right. <laughs> um, let's start off with Courtney, who is coconut oil. Sarah Booth is broccoli. M. Correal is cabbage. Angelica Feliz is apple cider vinegar. That one I know does a lot of shit for you. But it's also like not completely proven. Like, oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like... It's been passed down, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, people really do believe in yeah, it. Yeah, and it yeah. could be, like, placebo, but it's, like, there's not enough research to back it up. A lot of these are like that. I get you. Jackie Relihan is reishi. Serena is a sweet potato. Gabby Kreutzen is garlic. Maddie Davis is a mango. Amy Fowler is avocado. Julia Shermer is spirulina. That stuff, it really smells. It's something. Sarah and Paul are sardines. Allie Chandler's algae. Jess Monagle is mangosteen. Taylor Sutton is spinach. Amy Ray is acai berries. Joanna Tartaglini is a tomato. Lauren Niaz is lentils. Kim Vandersloos is seaweed. Teague Phillips is turmeric. Brooke Renee is bean sprouts. Chantal Piat is chia seeds. Grandma is that green tea. Sophie Yarmillo is sauerkraut. Chelsea Grundy is chickpeas. Michelle Cox is coffee. Rebecca Mack is miso. Gwen Stowe is strawberries. Kat Schultz is shiitake mushrooms. Jason Gonzalez is goji berries. Jess Adams is asparagus. Daisy Blossom Dottie is blueberries. Sony Vaz Brun is that fucking salmon. Oh, yeah, Pacific Northwest. Juanita Carr is kale. Liz Holbrook is honey. Chloe Ireland is a cashew. Caitlin Whalen is a walnut. Vlynn is olive oil. And Mackenzie Knight is maca root. Wow. The Macarena. rest. Hey. <laughs> um, hands up. Palms up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I had this, like, I can't remember what it was. It was definitely, like, Girl Scouts or something. But we had this lady doing the Macarena for us. And instead of, like, doing, like, the actual, she was just like, here's how it goes. <laughs> and it was, like, hands up, palms up. Inside the arms, back of the head, waist, buttons, wiggle down, <laughs> and to the left. And I will never not think of that when someone says a Macarena. Wow. Just the whole, like, waist, pause. Buns. <laughs> like, it was just too much. It's too much. Anyway. The rest of the bean bunches are... What did we not mention? What's like, a superfood that exists in the world? Um, ooh, like, ah. uh, My favorite... Yeah. I feel like I we mentioned, like, almost all of them. Um, Superfood is... Potato chips. Sure. Sure. We're going with Elizabeth Hensley. Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Ali Malone. Wow. Thank y'all for making our bodies healthier. We love that. <laughs> um, we will see you guys next time. In season two. Yes. Bye. Bye.